0: Hey, top news listeners, this is Luke Garrett.
1: And Megan Cloherty. We're the hosts of WTOP's daily local news podcast, The DMV Download. Don't worry, top news from WTOP isn't going away, but we wanted to drop in and give you a taste of what we're producing, a podcast that goes deeper into the biggest stories of the day.
0: If you like what you hear, head over to the DMV Download podcast and subscribe. It's Wednesday, July 27th.
1: From inside the WTOP newsroom, this is the DMV Download, brought to you by the men and women of Steamfitters Local 602. Get an estimate and learn more at steamfitters-602.org.
0: It's the middle of summer, so why are education leaders telling parents to get their kids vaccinated for the first day of school? WTOP's Christy King tells us about the timing and more about DC's aggressive COVID vaccination policy.
2: The message being hammered home is no shots, no school, we're going to enforce it. People, get your kids vaccinated.
1: Thanks for joining us, I'm Megan Cloherty.
0: And I'm Luke Garrett. DC is doubling down on its mandate that kids get vaccines required for school. And that includes COVID-19 shots for kids 12 and up. It's one of the most aggressive vaccine mandates in the country. And today, DC's deputy mayor for education, Paul Kine, said it's all about keeping kids safe.
1: And WTOP's Christy King is joining us now on Zoom. Thank you, Christy, for being here. My pleasure. So we're coming up on school starting. Obviously, parents have to get their ducks in a row. Um, As far as COVID shots go for D.C. schools, who has to get what shots by when? Because it's a little confusing.
2: Okay, the trigger point was the fact that the COVID vaccines for children are now FDA fully approved for use for kids 12 and up. So. The older ages of those children, they have to have proof of COVID vaccination to walk through the door day one, Mm. which is the beginning of school, August 29th. But the younger age children, they have a grace period where if they have one of their vaccination of the two scheduled vaccines required, they're given a grace period to have that. And this
0: isn't just about COVID vaccines. We're talking about the whole host of other vaccines for other viruses that have always been required, right?
2: Big picture vaccinations in general required childhood vaccinations. Kids can walk through the door and they have 20 school days to show proof of vaccination. Mm. But the message being hammered home is no shots, no school. We're going to enforce it. People get your kids vaccinated. Yes, you have a grace period, they can walk into school without. Proof of vaccination initially, Mm -hmm. but um, why not get it out of the way?
0: And let's dive a little deeper into that. What are the exact consequences? You know, if it's day 21 and a student doesn't have their COVID vaccine, you know, in reference to their age and they just don't have it, are they going to be turned away?
2: The deputy mayor of education didn't get into specifics other than to say. D.C.
0: will fully enforce the no shots, no school immunization policy this upcoming school year, and it is therefore essential that every single family include vaccines on your back-to-school list.
2: People who've been around the district for a long time know that there's kind of been lax, over the years, there's Mm. been lax enforcement, but the gauntlet was laid down. We're absolutely going to enforce this. We're serious, and we're making it so easy, according to the district. They have, um, pediatric vaccine clinics, 57 and counting, citywide. They're setting up mobile clinics at schools. They're setting up school-based clinics. You don't even have to be a member of the school to attend a school-based clinic. You can just randomly show up from anywhere. And um, the school-based clinics, Parents also can get COVID vaccines in that environment. They're extending days. They're making weekend days available. They're extending hours. There um are plans for robocalls to go out. Mm. And oh, here's one of the warnings that hey, you get a robocall, you've done your stuff. Well, that means that maybe you're not on record, you haven't filed the documentation mm. necessary. And that's something that Your healthcare provider who administers the shots can help with. You've got to fill out the form, people. And here's the problem. You know, you get the robocall, your kid's vaccinated. Maybe they don't have the paperwork. That paperwork concept messes up the data for all of the reliable, what you think may be reliable information pertaining to the district, because people might get their kids vaccinated elsewhere. So a lot of numbers were quoted. um, DC Health today about, how many children, students, are vaccinated and who still needs to be vaccinated, but with a stipulation that the the rates um, may be influenced because vaccination has happened elsewhere. But to give you an idea, routine pediatric immunizations, approximately 27% of D.C. kids are not up to date. Wow. And that's 20% of, I mean, so that's almost 30%, right? So that's 20% of elementary schoolers, A third of middle schoolers and half, according to the records on file with DC Health, half of the high schoolers don't have routine pediatric immunizations. And in order to stop stuff like measles, in order to prevent transmission of these communicable diseases that are preventable, you need to have a vaccination rate in the 90-95% range.
1: And Chrissy, what about COVID vaccination numbers? Do they break down at all where kids stand as far as um, how many have been vaccinated against COVID?
2: According to D.C. Health, about 87 percent of kids 12 to 15 have completed their primary series of COVID shots. Of course, we know from all the stories we do that boosting, 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 people are not following through with their booster shots. Hmm. Okay, but kids 12 to 15, 87 percent have their primary series of covid shots 12 to 15. Now, you look at kids who are 16 and 17 and 81% of them have their primary series. So again, you know, we're looking at there's about 15% of the kids who still have to get caught up on their initial covid-19 immunization series.
0: And this all comes as we're seeing the BA5 subvariant of omicron. Where does that all play in here?
2: Initial Immune response within your body, you get a COVID vaccine and your body in a month has pretty good reaction to the vaccine. You're protected against transmission. This was a study specifically in regards to um, whether you can catch it, not the um, severity is mitigated by the vaccine. It wanes dramatically after a month. Mm. At three months, it's almost nothing indiscernible that you've had vaccine as far as the can you catch it? Can you transmit it? But with a booster, wham, bam, boom, it, it dramatically improves it. It jumps from like near indiscernible antibody reaction discernible in your body mm-hmm. to 40%. And 40% is a lot better than almost nothing.
1: Well, that speaks to the timing of this too, because if you think about it, I mean, it feels like school is a little ways off, but if you are thinking about how long it takes the vaccine to take hold in your body, and, and give you the antibodies that you need. That's why this push is kind of happening now. Um, D.C. has one of the strictest COVID vaccine requirements in the U.S., though. We were looking around, even in the neighboring counties around D.C., they're not requiring kids uh, be vaccinated against COVID. Did the officials there talk about why they're taking such an aggressive stance on this?
2: Because they can. <laughs> <laughs> because they're being proactive. Say and, more. And I, I mean, there there may be school districts around the nation who have, uh, but none that I'm aware of specifically. And, um, yeah, they're just being very aggressive, and, and it's public health. We want people to be safe.
0: And, Christy, are there any exceptions to this no-shot, no-school rule? Is there any wiggle room here?
2: Yes. The, the short answer is yes. You have to apply, though, and they need that paperwork – The breakdown date for the exemptions to expire was July 1st. So so that might apply also to kids in summer school. But there are, yes, in fact, there are exemptions. There are religious exemptions based on people's religious preferences and and maybe issues they have with the idea of vaccination. There are also some uh, parental concerns about the HPV Vaccine because it's associated. Or there are misperceptions that it it might make children sexually promiscuous when it's just protection against a virus. But the um, opt outs expired July first. That means that if you had one before, you're definitely going to need one again if that's your intention for the new school year.
1: And I was just worried about school supplies. Christy King, thank you very much for getting us updated on what we need to be thinking about ahead of the school year.
2: My pleasure.
0: And after the break, the DMV Dates segment returns, but we'll go farther afield this time.
1: Backed by the experience of its hardworking members, Steamfitters Local 602 is ready to take on your next commercial heating, cooling, HVAC, or refrigeration project. Steamfitters Local 602 adds value to our community through its partnerships with local contractors and building owners, all while keeping the focus on improving the lives of its members and their families throughout the DMV. For work that's on time and on budget, go to steamfitters-602.org to schedule your next project. That's steamfitters-602.org. Steamfitters Local 602, changing lives.
0: Thanks for listening to the DMV Download. If you like this show, give us five stars and leave us a review on Apple Podcast.
1: We love hearing from you guys, and your reviews really do help other listeners find this, our area's only in-depth daily local news podcast.
0: And thank you for making us a part of your day.
1: So before we go, we got an email from our friend Josh, who actually we don't know, but you are our friend now, Josh, because Josh wants some more DMV date segments, and he wants a little, you know, he wants us to go outside of D.C., explore.
0: Wants more variety, and Josh was right, to be fair. I mean, we had focused in D.C., so (laughs) we're expanding. Josh, you're welcome.
1: Okay, so today, this time, Luke is going to take Virginia. I'm going to take Maryland, and good luck to you, my friend, because my date's freaking awesome.
0: Well, okay. Here's mine then. Okay. So the past few dates have been kind of casual. This one's kind of active. We're going to go on some bikes in Virginia. Yeah. So whether you pick up a city bike or you drive, you know, the bikes on the back of your car, you drive down the GW Parkway, you know, park one of there and hop on the Mount Vernon trail and, you know, take a little bike ride. So your first stop is going to be DCA. There's a field right before the landing strip in the airport. So you're going to, you know, you and your date are going to hop off the bike, sit mm-hmm. down, see the planes kind of come overhead. Gravely point. Yeah. yeah. And um that's kind of cool. And while you're there, here's a fun fact. You can say, you know, did you know that in <laughs> in 1920, <laughs> there was actually an airf- airfield here that was called Hoover Field. And it was like super dangerous. It was like one of the most dangerous airports Wait, why? in the country. So there were A lot of wires close to this Hoover Field, the precursor to DCA. Not recommended. A lot of smoke, and the highway was right up against the runway, so pilots like had difficulty. Amelia Earhart actually called it deplorable, and like went before Congress to say, "Look, this is like a shame. We need to make this better." Amelia
1: Earhart, yeah. who got a her statue unveiled in Statutory Hall in Congress today.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's very cool. Anyway, so there's your fun fact when you're there uh, watching planes overhead. Okay. And you keep biking down, you go to Alexandria, get a nice bite to eat. Honestly, just go to Chipotle. There's a Chipotle on King Street. <laughs> like, you're biking. Don't you're tired. Don't go to Chipotle.
1: There's Come so on. many good spots there, there are that are, are like, There are good spots there, but, like,
0: you know, just you're hungry. You want something quick and yummy. Mm-hmm. King Street, Chipotle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got plenty of options if that doesn't work. And by this time, you've biked, you know, 10, 20 miles, you know, so it's really up to you what you want to do from here. If you want to do the full 50 miles, you can go down to Mount Vernon or you can turn around um, and take a dip in the Potomac. But don't tell anyone I told you that because you're not supposed to swim in the Potomac. (laughs) And then there's your kind of fun, active date.
1: (laughs) Okay, my date's going to kick your date's butt, just saying. Okay, (laughs) mine's in Frederick, Maryland, which if you haven't been recently, I went up there for a date a couple years ago. And it was like, you can spend the whole day there. Mm. It's just so nice. Just kind of, I say bop around. That's my word. Bop around. Me and my best friends, we bop around. You bop around, you kind of go into shops, you see what you like, whatever. But these are, this is my data idea. So you can either start your date in th- one of three places. You can go to the Cacocton Mountains and go on a little hike, which mm. is at the bottom of the Appalachian Trail. Wow. Um, they have a bunch of different, very accessible hikes and then like harder hikes if you want to get into it. Um, you could go to the Crystal Grotto's Caverns. And, like, go subterranean and oh, see yeah. all the stalactites yeah, and stalagmites. Those and are
0: pretty sick. It's
1: so cool. Yeah. I mean, it kind of seems like a dorky thing to do, but when you're in it, it's awesome. That's sick. And then the, another option is um, McClintock Distilling, which has been there for a really long time. There's a $5 tasting. You can take a tour for free, and they make their own vodka, gin, and whiskeys. So you could do, like, a little
0: wow. tasty thing. Yeah.
1: Then you go to dinner. Okay. Okay, and these are my dinner options. La Paz Mexican spot is right on the water. Mm. It actually is kind of hard to get a spot outside when it's nice out. But they have the best margaritas. Not that I know from experience.
0: <laughs> Sounds like you do.
1: But I do. <laughs> and they are they have mango and raspberry. They're so, so good. Oh, that's delicious. Or you could go to this place <laughs> called Firestone Culinary Tavern, which is in a 1920s era building that used to be a department store, Ooh. but now it's a restaurant. Hip. So Okay, so I, I think that's probably going to cost you what? If you do the tasting, five bucks. And then if you do the dinner, maybe like a hundred bucks if you guys have drinks, right? Right, right, right. Then you go up the street Wait, to we're the... not done yet? No.
0: Oh my god! See, my date's
1: awesome. <laughs> you have to drive though. But you go up the street to the Wine Garden Center for the Arts, where they have the Washington Metropolitan Gamer Symphony Orchestra.
0: Oh my gosh. Who are
1: playing there on Saturday night on July thirtieth at seven o'clock. Whoa. And tickets for two people are fifty bucks. Okay. We did a story on them back in May. If you haven't heard, it's just the cool, it's a video game music concert. And their fun fact is that you don't have to know video game music to get into the orchestra. (laughs) You just have to know how to play music. Um, We interviewed their um, conductor, right? Yeah. And um, he was telling us, yeah, we need more people. We need people in brass strings and choir. So they rehearse in Rockville, and they're like a very local. Symphony, so you go see them. Or if you want to, in like a couple weeks, on September 8th, you can see Rick Steves.
0: Oh my gosh, I love Rick Steves. And he's
1: he's going to give all of his travel very tips. quirky travel tips around Europe. Wow, okay. And that is a date, my friend. That's
0: a that's like an eight-hour excursion. You know it kind of is. Well, that's good. I mean, sometimes you need to, you know, if you really need activity, to know someone. Yeah, yeah,
1: a little activity before dinner, dinner, it's like and then a show. date number
0: 12, you know, you're really like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not really a first date. You're right was that part of the category that have to be a first date no no not
0: at all okay
1: all right so frederick i'm all about it and they have like the cutest little downtown and shops and stuff so i'm a big fan
0: fourth installment of dmv dates let us know which one
1: you choose not that it's a competition but i won
0: i don't know mine's pretty simple and good (laughs) but we'll see
1: and that'll do it for us today on the dmv download thank you for listening we are sponsored by steamfitters local 602 our managing editor is craig schwab and our music is by real world
0: Give us a review and rate our show if you get the chance, and while you're at it, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an awesome show. You can find out more about this podcast and become one of our VIP listeners at dmvdownload.com.
1: The DMV Download is a product of WTOP News. Listen on 103.5 FM in D.C., 107.7 FM in Virginia, 103.9 FM in Frederick, Maryland, online at wtop.com and on the WTOP News app. Have a good date night.